0: Welcome to the Turn Up, Turn Down podcast. I'm Eric Torres, and I'm here with John Potts, my co-host. Uh, and what do we got today,
1: John? We're talking about networking, building a personal network, building a professional network, and why that's important.
0: Yeah, let's do it. So, I was walking into Nam the other day. Humble brag. and one of the first questions I asked my buddy when I was there, you're looking around, and I thought, like, why am I here? (laughs) And and I'd really, you know, because I've gone to a few, that have been to the LA one or whatever, and they're fun, but it's like for gear, you you can kind of look online or
1: whatever and see. Yeah, you sure can't hear anything in these places.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so loud. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you can read about new products, or, like, you hear stuff, you go to Vintage King, and, you know, they do demos of new stuff, and you talk to reps, and, you, you know, so... Why are we here? And so I'm walking around and by the end of it, you realize, oh, you met a bunch of cool gear reps, cool people, and then people that have great gear and are really knowledgeable and you're happy you went because because of that exact reason.
1: What's so cool about talking to the people that make this gear, pre's, whatever, Gu- guitars, I mean, guitars, maybe not so much in this example. But you can talk to them about how you use it, and then they can tell you how they use it. And they're the people that created it and make it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, oh, that's a cool way I wouldn't have thought to do that. You yeah. know, And you now you've got something else in your arsenal that you can try straight from the mouth of the guy <laughs> that knows exactly how it works. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And what you find out when you go to these – I mean, you said you went to NAM, I went to Sweetwater's Gear Fest uh, yeah. last weekend. Is, all these guys
0: are really nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's their job. Yeah. <laughs> they go out and talk to people and get people excited about their gear. Yeah. And
1: and they're, they seem genuinely to want to teach you how to use it. And they give you good demos if you take the time to stop by their booth and say hey. And, you know, and like you said, you can, you know, it's not about what's in it for you, I guess, yeah. is what I would say. But, you know, when I left Gear Fest, I had 10 business cards. True. With some pretty cool opportunities from those, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you're not going to get that looking at gear reviews online. Right. And th- like, that's,
0: you you think about that as a producer and as an engineer, whatever it is. So you get an artist, I'm going to, uh, an artist I was working with, they were talking about like getting some new guitars and trying to expand their brand and all that. And I think, well, I know these people at Breedlove, you know, I've ran into them at NAMM a bunch of times and, um... I've talked to them before about some artist stuff. I've got some loaner guitars from them before. I'll put you guys in touch. Yep. Two months down the road, they've got an endorsement and they're doing cross promotion. And I think that's a really cool thing to be able to have in your network, you know, is to, is to have, um, to work that networking tool and, and have stuff that you can put people in touch. And it, uh, it helps your brand as well.
1: If you're known as a networker, that's a great rep to have. Yeah. You know, if, if you're known as it the guy... It can be kind of greasy, you know, oh, like that. sure, the, but yeah, I mean, but it, but but it can be organic, is, but, too. Totally. If, if you're the guy, like, hey, that dude knows everybody. Yeah. yeah, and you just connect people. And it's not about, like I said earlier, it's not about what's in it for you. It's not about what's in it for your artist. But if there's a way that we can all work together, making these connections, I think that makes everybody's business better. Totally. You know, I'm the guy that maybe I do you know, rock mixes or whatever. And some guy's looking for me and they've heard my stuff and they connect somebody to me, but they're the guy that does country mixes and I connect them to them. You know, if somebody comes across my path, you know, it's, it's, it's it's a mutual thing that can benefit everybody.
0: Totally. With, with like the gear stuff, you know, it never hurts to know people that have gear because when they're in town, they can, they'll come by and they, they'll leave you a, an SSL compressor. They'll leave you a 1073 you know, to, to check it out and, and maybe, they, maybe and they ask move for something.
1: And, and, and you never talk to them again. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I moved to somewhere else. <laughs> Try and find me. <laughs> new phone, who dis?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally see what you're saying there. It's the other thing I, I found is that it's, it's, it's more for the instrument thing, but you can read all day, man, those new Fender player series are really cool or yeah. whatever. But like, have you put your hands on one yet? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. And if you can go to these big gear expos or, or even guitar center, right. you know, just anywhere, it's good to know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good to know, it's good not to talk uh, um, like you know something when you don't.
0: <laughs> People can tell <laughs> yeah. that. Just regurgitating someone else's yeah. quote or yeah, I mean, like I mean, you, you
1: sound like a salesman, you know, I, I've heard that they use these new Palo fretboards or whatever, you know, it's like, <laughs> what does that feel like? How does that help me? Right. You and know, you um, take, Go ahead. Sorry. No, just I. I, th- I think that's that's a useful thing. It, um, the at Gear Fest they had every pedal manufacturer that you can imagine. Yep. and it was cool. You know, you go to Guitar Center or uh, you know any of these places. Nashville has a ton of music stores, and they might have three or four pedals from each manufacturer, but all the manufacturers there had all 50 of their pedals. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you could try, I, I went to the Earthquaker Devices booth and they had this pedal board It seriously had like 45 pedals on it. Was Bootsy Collins sitting at it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> but it was like, I want that weird fuzz and this tremolo. Mm-hmm. And what about this ring model? You know, just all these things you'd yeah. never use and it was like, you hear these demos online, they do some weird pedal, to make some weird noise, but then the guy who's doing it can show you how it like sounds normal too. Right. You know, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I can oh, use so that. I could actually use that. Yeah, this is way. this would be a thing for my board, and I'm not, I don't know, um, Saint Vincent or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, yeah. but like that's a thing. You can't do that without I don't know, sounding exactly like that. So I, I it was an eye opening experience to do something like that. Yeah, that's cool. It was pretty cool, man.
0: And, like, taking taking out that big trade show thing, because not, obviously not everyone no, can yeah, go to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anything, you know, go to your local music shop, anything like that. because And having those relationships with people, you might get a good deal on a guitar, that's great. Or you might be able to get one on loan for a couple, you know, you're doing a session this weekend. Mm-hmm. They've got a Les Paul, you need a Les Paul, they might just let you try it out for a couple of days. And maybe you end up buying it, maybe you don't, but that's... That's fine. Any Anything like that, pro audio gear, everything, just having relationships with people makes stuff a lot easier. P- when people are thinking about you, you know, they get a – or you were in there talking to them about something, and they're like, oh, we, we just started carrying those monitors you were just in here talking about. Come check them out, you know, and those relationships really are uh, –
1: great it's good to know the guy who's in, who runs the shop too <laughs> yeah, yeah you know because you know if you come in and you buy stuff every now and then but you also maybe play play some guitar or drums or whatever it is that you do and they can tell that you're good and you built a relationship where they know what you do they can connect you to people that need somebody that can play yeah. like you play you know yep. um, or you know you're you're a guy that plays guitar you've been in and out of the shop for years you need a drummer for something. You go talk to the guy. Hey, you know anybody that comes in here and plays drums that sounds pretty good? You mm-hmm. know they 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 may maybe it's the guy teaches drum lessons there or whatever. You yeah, know. that's a that's a that's a good thing. I always I'm sure you're the same way. Try to support local businesses. if, yeah, we, if we can. I mean, it's so easy and cheap to do the online retailer thing, mm-hmm. and sometimes it is what you have to do. But if you can, you know, these local shops need to stay in business. There's they're they're worth it for more than just.
0: Right, again, the relationships. Yeah.
1: You don't want them just to turn into the Amazon showroom. (laughs) That's not fair.
0: That would look funny. Yeah. We have one of everything (laughs) that's ever been made.
1: (laughs) And the Chinese knockoff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 They, uh, I I saw an Instagram post from Paul Mabry, that sound, Mm -hmm. the drummer guy. Yep, And he was talking about going and being part of the community you know, and he would go to the same coffee shop every morning and get his coffee. Not just because he wanted coffee every morning, but it, it was part of the experience and mm-hmm. part of what he does in life. And, uh, there was this guy who has a, um, local guy who has a drum company. He makes drums and he's in there. They're talking drums for weeks on end, just this and that. And finally he's like, well, would you mind? Can I bring you a snare drum? that?" Okay. Paul's like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, we, Turns out he loves it. He yeah. buys one, he buys a whole kit sure. and promotes that guy too. It's just, it's I guess it's even community, not as much just about your network. It's kind of community and just being in the community and part of it. Uh, it's just helpful. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's it's cool when you know, when, when you start um, branching out and doing things, how, it's cool how opportunities will present themselves to you through connections right. of people that know you well. You know, a lot of times, well, I don't want to say a lot of times, every time I've had something cool come up, it's because I've gotten to know somebody well over a course of years, likely. Yeah. You know, um, I had a a guy that's been playing bass with me. He's been one of my best friends for the last 15 years. You know, knows that we're doing this podcast, and he reached out to me this week. He's like, hey, a guy I used to work with is making custom guitars now, and, you know, he'd love for us to maybe take a look at one of them sometime or whatever. Now, how, how does that work? I don't know, but... I mean, that's just a cool connection. I looked at these guitars. They look awesome. <laughs> you know, they're like a uh, cool arch top, you know, um, hollow body thing, P90s in them. I, yeah. Sign yeah. me up for that. That's yeah. cool.
0: And you would have never came across never. Never. It's, right. it's
1: not a company I've ever heard of, but they're beautiful guitars. And I'm sure they're expensive because they're all custom made. They're not, they don't have a price <laughs> on the website. <laughs> <laughs> they're built to order. But that's cool. I mean, that's, speaking of supporting local businesses, I mean, I can't think of anything other than a father and a son that make guitars together that would be cooler to support if you're looking yeah, to buy one. that's awesome. And it's what you're looking for, you know.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so how do we transition from that kind of networking thing to like a more personal people that you might work with on a daily basis, that kind of stuff?
1: Well, I think one of the things that's important to do is kind of when you're thinking of your personal network, if, if you're a producer or a guitar player or whatever it is that you do in music, it's good to know your quote-unquote guy. So, yeah. you're a producer, you've got a mix guy. I send all my mixes to him unless he's busy. Sure. You know, or there's a guitar, that, uh guy that plays gu-
0: guitar. <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: a guy that plays guitar on all your records. Yeah. Because he's awesome. Yeah. You know, and the way you do that is you just try. <laughs> yeah. You know, Trial and error. Try, yeah. Now, <laughs> you may find a guy that he's the guy the first time or, sure. or a gal. Who, who knows? Player? Player. Musician. <laughs> they, it may be the first time. You might just know that they're a cool hang, that the session flows well when they're in it and they give me exactly what I want. You know? But maybe, maybe you have a, in the same guitar player example, maybe you have a guy that comes in and does a fine job. But, you know, you're cool with trying somebody else next time and see if that that works. the same thing goes for studios. Yeah. You know, it goes for everything. It's yep. good to just have a... And sometimes it may not be one. Maybe it's a group of people. Maybe mm-hmm. it's these three guitar players that you pick through.
0: Right. You well, know? each one for like a different thing. Like yeah, this yeah. guy's a little more pop, bass. This guy's yeah. got a metal background, but he can do more intricate things. Sure. Or maybe finger picking, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I think the best part about that is like making it about you going to make you look great for whoever as a producer you know if these artists are trusting you with songs or Mm -hmm. trusting you to bring their music to life and if you bring in this player this drummer whoever that's very subpar or whatever it's not going to make you look very good right but you bring them into a nice looking studio sorry you uh bring in the rock star players, it's going to make you look great, and it's going to give them confidence. And then they're going to, you know, these artists are going to tell other people like they made my song sound exactly the way they should. Yeah, it just it always helps. You know, have a have a mastering guy, have a mix guy, have a or if you're an artist, find that producer that works for you. Um, in Nashville, we're we're spoiled. We talk about that. With there's player, there's everything to do with music. There's excess of all of it. Um, so, so you can get even more nitpicky with stuff, you know, like this guy is the country rock guy. This is my bluesy guy. Sure. This is my pop thing, whatever it is. So that makes it easy and you you can just (laughs) scroll down your Facebook feed and find the, you know, top 20 players of every instrument you want. Um, but if you're outside of Nashville and, you know, not a big music community, still just get out there and Get into the community around you and that's that's just a good way to, to find out. Ask around. And even now, you don't they don't have to be in your in your hometown or, or in your city, you know, everything's I make something for a guy in Australia. You know, it's like just get out there and get your name out there and and build that network as much as you can.
1: Investing in people, investing in the community yeah. is a is a really important thing to do because your y- y- your example of somebody being outside of Nashville is great because maybe your town where you're working doesn't have like A-list guitar guys but maybe they have a lot of really good B-list guys. Mm-hmm. And if you find the guy that's the great hang, makes the studio flow or the session flow. Coachable. Coachable. Yeah, maybe doesn't give you 100% of what you want but gives you 95. Keep working with them. Yeah. Keep keep nurturing that relationship and and it will bear fruit eventually. Absolutely. You know, they they'll they'll learn what you want and you'll learn how they the way to coach them to get that for you. hmm You know, that that's
0: between all of you, the, you know, say it's you uh, the artist and the guitar player, that your juices, your creative juice is gonna yeah. start flowing and that that part might that he didn't play or he, he or she didn't play on the first take might work its way out and then he, his play, his uh, skill level will get it to where he can play that part and nail it once it's there.
1: I guarantee you that would build your network as good as dumping that guy and finding a better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, well, and he's going to trust in you too. Exactly. That, that builds trust the other way. They, yep. they think, that guy took a chance on me, really developed me, I'm going to be loyal to that guy. You know, or, or I love working with the guy or whatever it is. You don't need loyalty. <laughs> Make him sign a contract. <laughs> Yeah, you can no longer play on anyone else's records for the rest of your life. I think what you said earlier um, really applies here on the personal network thing about trust. Yeah. Um, And it's, there's an element of personal trust and um, maybe letting go a little bit. Yeah. That is a great side effect of this. Maybe you're a really good guitar player, but maybe you're not a great guitar player. Mm -hmm. And maybe on most of your projects, that works. Yeah. Yeah. But you need to know when it doesn't, and you need to have that guy that you can go to to get totally. it do, to get it done when you can't. <laughs> you know, I was and,
0: having this conversation with the producer writer here in town, and you know, it, it, yeah,
1: it's that's I mean, a whole
0: other yeah I think, episode, maybe. But
1: it's it's, it's, cool. it, it's not worth it for anybody for you to be so prideful that you have to play guitar on every record you make, right? Or what? It, or, I mean, on records we've worked on together. Um, the project we did with uh, an artist that was maybe 12 songs I mixed like 5 of them yeah because I like mixing and I want to grow and I want to get better at it but there were some that I was just like this is beyond me sure and I needed a guy like you that could nail it you know and I had to just kind of eat a little bit of my pride and be like (laughs) hey Mr. Artist you need to also pay this guy (laughs) you know that's that's a big ask in some cases you hadn't budgeted for this but by the way yeah I can't do it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> People ask me to make guitar vocals and demos for them sometimes. Yeah. And same thing. You're like, you want that finger-picking part? Not me. Not going like, to happen. But I can just send the session over to Guitar Player X. Right. And they're going to kill it, and it's going to cost you 100 bucks, and you're going to have a hundred times better product in the end.
1: And it's like you said earlier, the trust going to the producer. from the, you know if, if it's an artist you've worked with a bunch, like it was in the case that I was talking about mm-hmm. he trusted me that I wasn't just trying to get out of doing something I didn't want to do. Right. You know or whatever. Right, he was right, like
0: right. making I mean, them come off more money just to whatever. Yeah, he
1: he knew that if I was recommending it it was what was going to make the project as good as it could be. Yeah. You know. And that's and, and that's time. that's a a little bit of a different kind of networking and nurturing as as a producer nurturing those relationships with up-and-coming artists who want to maybe they make their first record and hopefully they'll consider you for their second, you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Or they do a single with you and come back six months later and do another one. Yep. It, th- that that's a that's a great networking uh, opportunity because they're going to tell everybody they know. I worked with this guy and he was awesome.
0: Totally. Well, I, I know on I got a shot at an artist record maybe eight years ago and I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, and I didn't. I think I did a good job. I didn't do a great job. And they didn't use me for the next however long. And just last year, I made a record with them. And it, everyone was over the moon about it. it just right. Everyone was stoked. So so that can happen. But just keeping that, keeping those people in mind too. You know, sometimes, sometimes you get, you know, an opportunity before you're really ready. I think that happens with uh, players a lot as
1: well. I'd say uh, most of my good opportunities have come where I'm like, maybe I'm not, maybe it's not that I'm not ready for it, but I've never done and exactly what I'm right. being asked to do. Yep. There's always the first time, and you mm-hmm. got to kind of just know. I mean, it's a tough thing to say no. I can't do that for you.
0: Whew. Yeah. It Especially
1: is. if there's money involved.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh. Someone told me the, the password to the next level is no.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And
0: either it, whether that be just staying in your lane, and it's like, nope, I'm not that. You know, I'm not the hip hop guy. Sorry. Or I'm not the bluegrass, right? Whatever it is, or <clears throat> whatever it is, I'm not the mix guy. Yeah. Or if it's turning down work because you're too busy and you you know you're trying that, to
1: that that's a that's, that's a, a good place to be, but yeah. it's it's a tough place to be because you want to grow your business. But if you can't get the work done on time mm-hmm. and you can't put the quality into it because you're too busy, that's not helping anybody. That's right. that's not growing your network, Eric. <laughs>
0: that is that is <laughs> not use the people around you.
1: I did a I did a country thing a couple years ago. It was. Pff, six, seven years ago now. And it's it just really wasn't it turned out fine. It turned out fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I listened to so it.
0: What you never want to say at yeah. the end of a project. I
1: mean it was right. You know, there's one there's one level of professionalism as far as like the quality of the sounds you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and it met that threshold, but it doesn't sound like it was produced by a country guy. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't. And yeah. it would have been better for that artist probably to take it to somebody who knew a little bit more. I mean, it's always bad when you're relying on your artist to give you like, so in this genre, how would you play something like this? Like, you should kind of <laughs> know those things. You know, and, and I guess. nothing against country music, especially in Nashville. I mean, there's a lot of people working that, but it's just not something I listen to on a daily basis. True. And I should have just said no. Yeah, But I was going to get paid. Genre, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to buy whatever I was going to buy with that money that I'd already spent, <laughs> and was paying myself back, you know, <laughs> for, for doing it.
0: It happens. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah that's that's a that's a really good that's a really good uh tip there say no when you have to
0: that's the main tip for the day right It's just building your community building your network working it getting your name out there getting other people's names that are out there
1: <laughs> right and, you know i mean it kind of it's it sounds really simple when you say it like this but you're not gonna get opportunities <laughs> unless you make opportunities right
0: yeah, it's it's a very simple thing, but I think it's worth talking about. It's it's easy to just get stuck in your music cave, making music, just there all the time, going online, and you know you feeling like you're part of it and all that. But unless you're out there seeing people and being in front of people, um, being at the forefront of people's minds when they book a gig or whatever it is, that's how you get gigs, and that's how you know that's how you stay busy. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean. I don't want to stereotype, but studio guys aren't always known for their their awesome <laughs> interpersonal skills um but it's it's an important skill to develop, and you're not gonna develop it unless you like you say get out there and invest the time yeah and it's it's important to not do it with an attitude of this is gonna pay off for me, you yeah know because yeah. people could see that mm-hmm. if you're doing it sincerely where you're creating hopefully opportunities for yourself, but you might also be creating opportunities for other people. It's a really genuine way to grow your business and to give back in, in, in a way. I mean, I if, I would I I love it when people recommend me for things. Yeah, and, and I
0: love recommending people for other things. Yeah, yeah it's it's, a, it's it. a
1: great it's a great feeling, and it's a great yep. you know, and and they they're gonna love it when you recommend them for stuff. So Absolutely. it's it, it's it's a it's a real positive way to be involved. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you a better product
0: in the end. It's going to give your artist, your every everyone you're working with, it's going to make everyone's experience better if you if you have that person to call for the right thing. Um, be a jack of all trades if you want to, and, you know, if you can be, that's great.
1: That's a good skill to have if you can do it. Yep, you can go to the hey, you need you're a songwriter and you need drums, guitar, bass, and ukulele on your record. Mm-hmm. This guy can play everything. Yeah, you know that's a good guy. To, I want that to guy's know. number. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I, also I want don't, that
0: guy in my network.
1: Yeah, I, it, I don't know a ton of people like that. I know a few. Yeah, and it's crazy that really, wh- I can understand guys that can play all the stringed instruments, mm-hmm. but when you, when you start crossing from that into percussion and from yeah. that into keys, key yeah, or bowed instruments too, and yeah. then I'm like, no, nah. that guy's just a freak. Yeah. Now, I don't like, now I don't want to network with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hope you move to another city
0: (laughs) and don't take all my work. (laughs) That's a great way to be part of the community. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, get out there, have fun, build your network, build your community, give back, say no, say yes, (laughs) do all of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram, please follow us on Facebook. Send us an email if you've got a show topic you want to, you know, run by us. Reviews, reviews are Absolutely. great. Absolutely,
0: give us five stars. Give yep. us all the goods.
1: <laughs> if you, uh, if you've got any cool stories about networking opportunities that led to something cool, send us an email. We'd love to love to hear from you. Yeah, thanks.